Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast all around the world, 109 different countries. We greatly appreciate you checking us out. Anytime you want to call us up, go ahead, 800-420-1980. That's 800-420-1980. Uh, Mark is working right now. Craig, you're working on a joint as you're outside on a Zoom, which is great. And Blue's downstairs selling a car. But you can check out our Instagram pages for daily news and all kinds of other good stuff on us. Learn some personal things about us as well at Cannabis Talk 101 at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark's at Waslaw. Craig's at Waslaw Dog. Blues at one, Christopher Wright, and I am at Joe Grande, 52. On the show today, we have a guy that Mark and Craig were actually on his podcast a while back, and it's uh, Regan. Regan or Reagan? Reagan. Reagan. A social Reagan, right? Reagan Fitzgerald Peabody. Reagan isn't Ronald Reagan Fitzgerald, isn't John Fitzgerald Kennedy. That's a donkey in the elephant made it and had me, the son of Uncle Sam. I am the concrete constitutionalist, the concrete Johnny Cochran, the lip boxing heavyweight champion of the world, and the MMA artist of the esophagus. But go ahead. You could just call him Reagan. I mean, I could just call him Reagan, a social influencer, investigative reporter from Disorderly Product News, which is a media channel on YouTube. He interviews mobsters, cartel associates, etc., as well as performing investigative journalism. You could follow him on Instagram at Disorderly Product. Thank you, Reagan, for coming on the show, man. And how did you get the Pop Brothers at Law? What, what is, what's that about? Oh, well, uh, so I became how I, I the, the video that went viral for me was I had a, uh, a business and I was driving through the west side of Chicago. Now, the west side of Chicago is almost 100 percent African-American. And uh, while I was driving, I so you saw, fit in well. What did you say I said, so you fit in well. Yeah, oh yeah, I fit it well. So I, I'm going <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know, so uh, a vice squad officer pulls behind me, two vice squad officers, and they put on their lights and they pull me over. Now, I know vice squad officers on the west side of Chicago, which has the most open air drug markets than anywhere in the nation, is not pulling me over for my seatbelt. That's the pretext of the stop. That's the probable cause. 
but they want to get in my car. And I thought, I know the law backwards and forwards. There's no way they're getting in my car. Well, they got in my car because they said uh, uh, they believed that I threw a gun underneath my seat. Now, the officer came and took my license, and he's holding my license like this and looking down at it. And he's about five inches away from somebody who has to, they have to satisfy these two elements, that I'm armed, but not only that I'm armed, that I'm dangerous. So you, you put every single one of your major vital organs in my window, and you took your eyes off me to look down at my ID, but you believe I'm going to shoot you? Get out of here. So that went to them taking me out of the car, and I, I'm videotaping, and uh, I think the big tagline of that video was, uh, there was a female officer. I said, get out of my car. And, and he, he goes and puts his hand in my pocket. Um, I go, do not, you're allowed to do a persevering search of my person. Um, and she goes, you don't know the law. I go, yes, I do. It's Terry versus Ohio, 1968, set precedent for the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. Do you know the Fourth Amendment to the Constition? She goes, she goes, yeah. I go, what is it? She goes, I don't have to tell you anything. She go, she go, I go, what is it? She goes, I don't have to tell you anything. I go, illegal search and seizure. Get the fuck out of my car. And I think that part made it go viral because obviously I wasn't in my car Googling cursory searches in the Fourth Amendment. To the and they just knew that I knew it. So uh, there's a big place, there's a big platform on YouTube and social media for people that are um, want to hold their rights. How did you that, know that like that? Where, where did you get that and how'd you pull that out of your ass so fast? It's just like it's just like anything, right? Uh, uh, artists see the world in colors. Um, mathematicians see the world in numbers. I'm just good at law. I I didn't try to be good at law. I just understand it. You understand? It just sticks with me. I don't know why. Are you a lawyer by trade? <laughs> no, I'm not, not at all. Never, yeah, never. See that, and and that's what. And, and we make that point that <clears throat> you don't need you don't need to be a lawyer to understand your own rights. You need yeah. to understand your rights, and most. Law enforcement, when you tell them, for the most part, we, we say put politely so you don't try to piss them off, but you know your rights. And when they know you know your rights, they get a little flustered. What? So what happened at the end of that stop? Uh, oh, so so luckily, luckily, um, I took my phone out. I was recording. And that's what I say. Always record your traffic. Stop. Always film the police. Always. So they try to say, oh, you don't have to record. We're recording. These are the two vice squad officers. Now, they must have called for backup. So two blue and whites came, and they don't know what's going on. So to protect themselves, they're going to turn their cameras on right away because they don't know what they're walking into. They don't know how these people have violated my rights, and they want to protect themselves. So when I did a full request, that's a Freedom of Information Act request, and anybody can do it uh, for body camera footage. Uh, the two officers in blue and white came back, but the vice squad officers who told me to turn off their phone because they were reporting, I never got that footage. What they so, charge you with? They it was just a seatbelt ticket. They never showed up for court. So it and got so dismissed. you did that Freedom Information Act for the traffic ticket. I did the Freedom Information Act just just uh, I, not even for the traffic ticket. I I, I I didn't, I didn't yeah I just did it for YouTube. I mean I knew it was a, a big deal. I I videotaped it, but I was so mad. And when I was yelling, I was so exuberant that I kept on turning off my phone. So I'm like, let me get all footage. And they, you know, you know, what's, you know what's, what's, what's funny is, is that we're fighting tickets now. And instead of just going in and, you know, dicking around with the traffic ticket, we're doing full on discovery, just requesting all the body cam. 
we're requesting all the information and, and we get to court they're like fucking a ticket it's the ticket and you want all this stuff yep that's all right and how many and how many times uh 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 craig do they does a judge throw it out because you want all this stuff just per ticket does that happen often well yeah i mean if they don't bring the if they don't bring it they're not giving us all the discovery then the judge can dismiss it well yeah i've had it just it was a seatbelt ticket and the, the judge says what do you want to do I said i need a your honor i need a i need a an extension uh, this uh, this um it was bell bellwood has 20 days to respond to my FOIA request. There's still nine more days. So can I get a, uh, you know, a week extension? And she goes, this is a seatbelt ticket. <laughs> yeah, we get that. She goes, just wear your seatbelt. I go, your honor, I always wear my seatbelt. I would never not wear my seatbelt. It's my position. I had my seatbelt on the whole time. She goes, <laughs> just wear your seatbelt and go home. You know I'm saying like they didn't want to deal with all that, right? They normally right. wouldn't want to, as long as you know the law and you can go over there and pressure them for it. They're like, oh, shit, we're not going to jump through all these hoops. Well, then, you know what? Don't, if you, especially when they don't show up. I mean, jam, you should be able to walk away with that easy. Were well, normally when they them? don't show up, it's automatically dismissed, period. Right. If they don't show up, it's dismissed. Yeah. yeah. Were you so, able to sue them, Reagan, or how did that work when out? They show up, it's when they show up and didn't provide you what you requested, then you can push to get it dismissed for failure to complete the discovery request. And, and you don't normally see that in a traffic ticket court. So yeah. either the judge is like, you know what, I'm going to dismiss it, or I'll continue until they give you the information. Yeah. And either they're going to come up with it or not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know why they, I don't, I don't know. There's got to be another way with the, with the cams that are automatic somehow. Because yeah. to the cop to turn it on and off is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. I actually made... Uh, an officer cry on the stand, and I'm not proud of it. What? I'm not proud. I'm not proud of making it. Listen, it was a $500 ticket. It was a um, uh, a railroad uh, disregarding the uh, traffic mechanism, indicating an oncoming train. Or Would you train go around it? Would you no, go no, no. It? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, but the the law is you can stop no uh, no less than 15 feet, no more than. 60 or 50 feet, right? For the people that are really, really scared. I, my contention is well, I was past 15 feet. I was past the point of no return. You know what I'm saying? I had to keep on going. If I would have stopped, they were within 15 feet. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I got you. Being too close. What'd you say? You're within 15 feet, so you had to do something else. Yeah, yeah. And I was in physics class at the time, so I was all around good. I mean, I had to talk to my uh, physics teacher, uh, the, the, where she was at, the depth perception. She could never even told you that. Um, think about a race, a horse race. Where is the photo finish at? Directly perpendicular to the the ending line. Now imagine the photographers in front of the horses or in front of the races. You can't tell who's if it's a photo finish. So how she ended up crying, I think I, she started going downhill when I said, um, I said, did you have your body camera on? She goes, yeah, I turned it on right when I got out of the uh, car. And like, when did you turn it off? She goes, right when the thing was, right when the traffic stop was done. Now I knew, or I had a pretty good idea, a hunch that she didn't have that on her. But it, um, it's acting a lot of lower, you know. Is it? I yep. said, you're okay, Your Honor. Can we get the necessary equipment to watch this body camera footage that uh, the officer has? She goes, oh, oh, I don't have it on me now. I go, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. 
the only independent evidence you have to say what you are saying is true, you don't have? Why don't you have it? She goes, I'm in a different uniform. We don't wear our body cams. It's your clothes' fault? Right. Clothes. <laughs> it's your clothes' fault that you didn't bring your body cam to court today? Is that oh, what you my. want to believe? That's and hilarious. It, it just went downhill. It wasn't any good for her. She didn't know the law. I said, so what's the law? What's what? She goes, you stop when the light's red. I go, what if I stop and I go and I end up on the tracks? She goes, then you go. I, said, I don't understand. Do I go? Do I stop? Do I stop? Do I go? I said, the <laughs> legislator surely wrote a law that uh, is is more, you know, bigger than is the light red. You go and stop. What, what's the footage? And funny, uh, it's a 10th member of the Constitution that gives states the rights to enact laws. And usually all road laws are by state only. But since it's a railroad track, and my thinking is because it goes from state to state, it's actually federal, it's actually federal law. You, you, you see, no more than 15 feet, no less than uh, 60. I might be saying that backwards, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. No yeah. less than 15, more, no more than 60. That makes sense, yeah. total sense. And if you're within 15 feet, well, then I got to get the hell out of Dodge. Either you want me to hit the brakes and back up and cause yeah. an accident or try to get the hell over these tracks and prevent a problem. It makes yeah, total yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's funny. I, I'm no. I was no physicist or, or math major, but when I was, I think, 16, I ran a red light, and I ended up fighting. This is when I think I knew I was going to be a lawyer. I ended up fighting it. Learned all about traffic surveys and uh, how fast you need to be going on the street. Oh, that was from my first speeding ticket. That I, I did all that research. But for the the, the traffic ticket. I went and we we investigated how long the yellow has to be to give you a chance to get through the light at a certain point of no return. And we found we, we found the information from the city engineer that it had to be three and a half seconds long. Otherwise, it's you know, you, you can't get the, the point of no return. You can't stop. Yeah. And so we, we went out, we timed the light and the light was like one point nine second yellow light. And, uh, and we went to court and the fucking judge agreed with me, but said, go sit down and learn your spot in life. Good little boy. <laughs> didn't give me, the, didn't give me the fine, but still give me a fucking point. Oh it was my like God. the weirdest, it was the weirdest thing. It was the but weirdest was, win ever, right? You're like, I won this, but yet I'm paying fucking extra for three more years on my insurance. This is bullshit. I love so, but, stuff like that. I love that that you found that it was three seconds. It's like that Mike cousin Vinny uh, uh, moment. Oh, double posse. That couldn't possibly right. be the car because it must have went on a curb. And, you know, so I I love stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, because that what, sucked. I, I had another one, a speeding ticket. And it was so I went and they have, have a traffic survey. And the traffic survey, it has to be done every so many years. So when I got to court and I actually, my mom was there. I think this was the very first ticket I got. And uh, I'm sitting there and I said, yeah, I'm ready to fight the case. And the judge stood up. And before I could even say anything, he asked the cop, do you bring your traffic survey? I left it in my other, my other patrol car. Case dismissed. I didn't have to argue shit. Cause I had this whole argument planned out that there's a code set, vehicle code section that, um, if you're passing somebody, you can go 15 miles over the speed limit. So I was going to use that as a defense because I was sure I was going over fucking speed. But yeah. I had that case dismissed as well. 
but uh, more people should take those on instead of just giving them to the cops because nine times out of ten, they don't show up anyways. Well, it all started yeah. off with a ticket. It's Reagan from the Disorderly Product News. You can check out his YouTube channel, tons of interviews, all that. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue Joe Grande and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. Reagan, the social influencer, investigative reporter from Disorderly Product News. Great story of how it all started. And once again, that reminder of always film the police. But what else did you put on your channel? What made you go so viral that's just this passion to help people? Like, you know, there, there's so many great things that you're putting out there. What, what is it that brings that passion to, to educate everyone? But it's, I'm good at it, right? So I'm good at it. So if I can help people, and there is a whole genre that you guys aren't aware of. That's why the Pop Brothers would marry so perfectly in the YouTube community, because there's a genre called First Amendment auditing. Have you ever heard of First Amendment auditing? I've never had yes. Craig. Have you heard it? No. Okay. Craig, it, this it, is a it, broadcast. It is, it is you can, instead of shaking and your head, I, Craig, maybe you can say no next time. <laughs> yeah. 
And how it how it started off is it, it was people taking um, their cameras and going on social media and going into police station, government buildings, and asserting first right uh, to uh, freedom of the press. And if you walk into a police station with a camera, they're going to go nuts. And th- at least they did in the infancy. Uh, but you have every right to do it. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not crossing any security, uh, you don't go through any security. It's open to the public. That's the people's building. Right. We it pay belongs. for it. The taxes pay this fucking building right here. Yeah. So we own it. We, it, you, 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 it's held in the public trust and you guys are the guardians of it. But this area right here is uh, the, the foyer. Uh, this is where everybody's allowed in the police station. I can have my camera here all the time. And they'll say, oh, well, we got private matters. Well, that's on you. You yeah, back have them to, up behind private doors and the put private. a lock on it. Yeah. Not me. I don't have to create the privacy. You have to create the privacy. So you might as well take them in the back room or something because I'm not going to stop recording. So that's kind of how it went. It just grew into people recording traffic stops, people and just people being aware of their rights. I mean, maybe in the 60s it was hippies, but I think people have always been inclined to want to fight for their rights. And I think the First Amendment auditing community is uh, that in 2021. Have you hooked up with Mr. Checkpoint? Are you do you know who that is? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know what checkpoint is because yeah, and that and that became its own thing. You know, people going through the checkpoints that are the I believe the Supreme Court said they could be the twenty miles um, by any border, national border, not state border. So Canada or Mexico, and uh, people go through there and just say I'm not going to talk. So I have another guy over here with me. He's who's also an activist. The guy that I said, Joe, if we heard about a a, a DUI checkpoint, we would jump in our car right now and go there. And we'd roll our window down this much, and we say, we don't, we don't feel like talking. You know what I'm saying? We didn't invoke the script. Yeah, we didn't invoke the script. That's exactly what we do. Last 25 words. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. do you find the script would help even when you're filming everybody and you'd be able to go over there and recite the script and saying, hey, follow this? Listen, everybody should follow the script. Um, I would never say anybody not follow the script. But I have to produce content. So shutting the up sometimes isn't the best idea that's different. For me. That, that's different i'm glad you gave that disclaimer because that's a that's a lot different like even my son who we've gotten off of a couple felonies back in the day he he probably talked more than we would like him to but he knew how to put them because of all you know being you know having indoctrinated what he should and shouldn't say um but that's not for everybody because everybody can't handle it they're gonna eventually fuck themselves unless they're the disclaimer is you do this for a living and uh uh, you know what you're doing, so yeah, it's like it's like a, a fire juggler. Like, just say, don't play with fire. And the fire jugglers obviously can juggle fire. Now, that's what I wanted to ask you. Let's say you get pulled over, big brother, and uh, it's a rookie cop, right? Now, you don't want to answer any questions, so you don't want to divulge any information. But wouldn't it be Official for you to start asking him questions. You know, he's he's he's. Oh, you ask. Oh, you recording? Oh, yeah, I'm recording. He doesn't realize everything's going to be played at trial. So you start asking him questions that are going to screw him over. He doesn't even realize are going to screw him over. Do you ever well, yeah. do you ever see that? Well, I mean, it plays right into the script. That's why the very first thing, no matter what they say to you, even if they say I pulled you over for going thirty, you know, why did you pull me over? Why'd you pull me over? I mean, and that starts the clock ticking. <clears throat> How long they have to give you that traffic ticket unless they find independent probable cause to give you know, to detain you further. 
So that really puts in, you know, whether they and have to 90 percent of the time, they don't know that they're not taught that, I don't think. Yeah. And that's why they try to keep you there for as long as possible. The longer they keep you there, the longer you're going to potentially talk and incriminate yourself so they can get more than the ticket they pulled you over for. So yeah. that's why. Why would you pull me over? And then if they keep you longer than that and didn't tell you, that's grounds to get a kick out of court. Yeah. And then then anything else they ask you, it's see, that's where we differ just in the sense of, you know, me or you might be able to pull it off, but no matter what they say next, it's, I'm not discussing my day. You don't want to talk to them. You don't want to engage with them because the only thing that can 99.9% of the time is it goes South for that person. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yes. So but I, I'm talking about you personally. Would you ever see? No, it actually, I'll be honest. You know, that might be fun, but I actually had to do it on a potential DUI stop that I got pulled over for. And I, I sat there when they came up the car going, fuck, am I going to do this? This is five, six years ago, maybe. Am I really going to do this? And they stand at the window. They got their vest on. They look like they're eight feet fucking tall. Why'd you pull me over? Your lights were out. Well, okay. I go fucking valet. They caught me coming out of a restaurant. Oh, that sucks. And, I go, and they turned off the auto lights. So oh. I go fucking valet and I pop on my auto lights. Oh, so have you been drinking tonight? And that's where I just, I just dug in with, if I say one, I'm going to jail. Cause I probably had three or four. If I said, okay, I'll do field sobriety test to, to blow thing. I might have 0.08 or more, but I was no way impaired. I pulled yeah. out. The only reason I got pulled over was my was my lights were out. Yeah. And I took that and I said, I'm not discussing my night. You can't. Yeah. He, yeah, he yelled at me. Ultimately, I said, am I being detained or am I free to go? Detained out of the car. So I, I complied, got out of the car, locked door, put my keys in my pocket. They wanted me to do a field sobriety test. I said, no, I lightly declined those. We're, we're just trying to do our job and they scream and yell at you and you're not cooperating. And, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, finally yeah. I said, am I being detained? Or am I free to go? You know, the, and they said, you're free to go. And they never, I, I didn't even get the ticket for the lights being off. Well, now is there, is there not an automatic uh, uh, license uh, suspension for. I'm glad you asked that in California. Mm-hmm. We say Google any other state in California, pre arrest field sobriety tests which includes the on-site breathalyzer, pre-arrest. That includes a field sobriety test, touch your nose, walk fucking backwards on one fucking leg. That's pre-arrest. Those are voluntary. And we've Googled that, and in many, many states, it's voluntary. Once you're arrested in California, then you have to do blood, breath, or urine, or you lose license for a year after you're arrested. People get confused the field sobriety test and what you just said. So, you know, uh, that's, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to look that up now. I'm I telling thought, you, in, in every state. It's different in every state, though, right? Yeah. That we've Googled it. I can't, I, I can't, I can't but in every state, but in every single state, we've Googled, especially the whole Western states, it's come up. It's voluntary. Yeah. Pre-arrest. Yeah. Pre-arrest. And I'm in, so, I'm in Illinois, and it's always been taught to me that it once the the decline in sobriety test automatic the secretary of state takes your well, license for a look, year look that up because oh, it might be for declining it, it for it, declining it, taking the test there well it, on the spot all that bullshit it might be under that city or under the state 
their their DMV law, that's that's what they require. When you sign it, like when we sign ours, it says if I get arrested for this, yeah, then I promise to do one of these three things. That's part of getting your license. Yeah. But it doesn't say it actually the law is that it's voluntary and the cops supposed to tell you it's voluntary. Yeah. And the way they do that is by saying, this will make it easier for you. Just help me out. You can do these and I can let you go. Knowing that sober, you can't pass those fuckers. Yeah. So yeah. look yeah. up everybody that's listening out there. Google it in your state. Our field sobriety test, mandatory or voluntary. Pre-arrest. That's very important. Pre-arrest. Like in the reasonable suspicion stage when they're still trying to uh, uh, gain if, uh, evidence that you're actually impaired. Well, as Correct. I looked at him and looked those up in those states, I want to get back to Reagan, some of your content that you have and how you get it, because that's what brought us to you. And where do you get your content that you're putting on disorderly product news on YouTube? Everywhere. I, I'm in Chicago. I live in Chicago. All right. Chicago is the most segregated city in the country. So uh, we do something we call guerrilla reporting. And what guerrilla reporting is, we get in the car and uh, I have cameras in my car. Um and we turn on the scanner and we just go to calls. Uh, 23 shots fired, 15th and Carl, officer involved shooting, um, Roosevelt and Central, you know, and, and uh, we traffic stops. Funny thing is, no matter where they're at in the traffic stop, when me and my guy jump out with our cameras, the traffic stop seems to end five seconds later. You, jump, you show up on scene with a camera, the traffic stops all. All of a sudden, it's over. Everyone's so are left. you Illinois Superman, so to speak? Uh, no, no, no. I don't, don't want to say I'm Illinois Superman. <laughs> you know, I because just... Because that just sounds good by what you're saying. I would be like, fuck, Ray, please show up to my traffic stop. Oh, well, uh, yeah. The, definitely the people there are very, 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 very happy that that we show up. Because like I said, I'm the concrete constitutionalist, the concrete Johnny Cochran. Like, I, I'll just... Okay, let me there. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Fact mm -hmm. or fiction? Oh, here we go. Our field, our field sobriety tests mandatory in Illinois. What do you think without looking it up? Are they mandatory? Are they no. like you have? Like no. I just said, in California, no. they're not. No, no, no. So you don't have to do that field sobriety test. No, because I have no, I have no obligation to uh, participate in my own prosecution. I have no obligation to aid the police in their investigation of me. So I just looked it up, and if you Google. Are field sobriety tests required in Illinois? The answer on is Google yes. Is, yes. is no. How Illinois DUI laws do not require or penalize anyone for refusing field sobriety tests. Who has tests. the answer right here quickly, too? Yeah, I pulled it up. It was, it was no uh, field sobriety tests are not required not in mandatory. Illinois. They're not so required don't do in them. Illinois. So if you live in yeah. Illinois and you Google it yourself, don't. And it's like I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, are you saying at any point? Pre-arrest, no, post-arrest. The field, it's, the field now, survived. what I'm reading to me is, in California, this is where I'd have to look up a little more, okay? But in California, we know for sure the field survey test is not mandatory pre-arrest. But because of when you sign your license, you may have the same thing where if you're arrested, then you need to do the blood, breath, or urine, or you lose your license for a year. After you're arrested, they're not going to do the field sobriety test because that shit is just investigative. Yeah. So if you say no, they have to make a decision based on their observations, which was merely pulling you over for the traffic ticket. But now, so now, 
Does that include? Does that include? Is are, are they saying that you have to do it, or else you get arrested? Or uh, is does that include the Secretary of State taking your license away for a year? In do, Illinois, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, all that I can answer. say about what I all I can say about what I just googled. Okay. Is that if you get pulled over, and at any point during the stop, before or after you're arrested, the way this reads to me on Google is you do not have to do the field sobriety test. And you are not penalized for doing for not doing the field sobriety test. Now, if you are arrested and taken to jail, your your state very may well have a requirement that you signed when you got your license saying, yeah. I'll do a blood, breath or urine or lose my license for a year. Now, let, let me ask you this, big brother. Regardless of what state you're in, can't you always use the defense of uh, the Fifth Amendment? I don't have any obligation to be uh, part and parcel of my own prosecution. I don't have to aid you, right? Can't you use that defense? Doesn't Won't the Constitution trump any state law? That'd be a great argument because, th th and, that, and that maybe is why, and maybe we'll have our intern Google every state because maybe that's why every state we've Googled, it's voluntary. I haven't found one that's mandatory. But we don't. But wouldn't it be different if the DMV makes it mandatory, saying as you sign for this license, the DMV you're doing a field sobriety test. Yeah, so it might be different if the DMV suggests that. But I don't even think. Well, and if you don't do it, you know it, the state laws. The, the DMV state. recommends it, and then if not, you lose your license. But, but most likely, to Reagan's point, the reason it's not mandatory is because that would be mandating before you're arrested. Because remember, when you're arrested, they have some kind of probable cause based on your slur, your smell, yeah. something you did to arrest. Then you have to do the other, you know, blood, breath, or urine in California. Yeah. Yeah. So, but pre-arrest, how can you be mandated? And it's starting to make sense now why in the states we've looked at, it's not mandatory. How can you be mandated to fuck yourself? Yeah, yeah you, you would be mandated to be uh, your own prosecution. Against you, like yeah. if you can't walk straight or whatever. So it's most likely, it most likely would be mandatory in every state now that I think about it, but all we know is California and any other state, even though I'm reading it here on Google, disclaimer, I don't do California. I'll let, I'll let Reagan follow up more. Hold on, on disclaimer the, uh, is you do do California law and that's it, not I do not. <laughs> only so only California. California law is what only Craig Wasserman's yeah, talking yeah. about. I, We're I think, talking to, I think to we Reagan. Just broke it. I think we just, I think we just came up with something there, big bro. I think we just broke the... You know, the code on what you down. can do, what how you is. can use it. Right. So right. we're going to come back. We're going to take a break right now. And Reagan, when we come back, I want to hear about the mobsters, the cartel. I want to hear stories on what you got involved with there. It's Cannabis Talk oh, 101. Yeah. That's great, yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We have Reagan, a social media influencer, investigating reporter... Well, not a social media influencer. He's a, mostly no, like a... No, you can so- call me a social media influencer. Are you too? You think Everybody's so? Everybody's an influencer, Everybody bro. is. Yeah. Come on, man. You yeah. fucked up my whole spot right here. Sorry, sorry. Man. I just seen like a little man, chick with a social it, media influencer going... He's to... all that... Well, you should be ready for that at all times. No, Don't I'm let me kill you. For it. I'm still ready for it. Oh, you, you didn't. I meant the show. Not, yeah. you well, that's me. a given. That's a you given. You just ruined it for everybody else. My mic comes on and just ruins it. What are Exactly. Are you still here, Craig? Are you still here? Oh, So, Reagan, before I went to break, the mobsters, I seen this on your page. The cartel. Explain, elaborate. How did this get? How did this happen? So, so I need content. I constantly need content. Uh, a police officer is not going to pull me over every single day of my life and say I threw a gun underneath my seat. But I need to put a video out all the time. I grew up in Little Italy, uh, in Chicago, um, the epicenter of mob. Not Taylor Street. Most people associate Little Italy with Taylor Street, but in the later years, Harlem Avenue became Little Italy. Um, Joey the Clown Lombardo who was, I believe, third on um, the FBI's most wanted, only behind Osama bin Laden and Ayman al-Zawahi, wow. number one number two in al-Qaeda. Nice. He was number three uh, when he went on run. His brother was my next-door neighbor. Um, another block down um, is uh, a, a place called uh, The Compound. This, this book right here, uh, Operation Family Secrets. Operation Family Secrets, how a mobster's son and the FBI brought down Chicago's murderous crime family. They lived a block away from me. I did an interview with uh, this gentleman right here. That's uh, Frank Keller Breeze Jr. That's his father, uh, a captain in the Chicago outfit, uh, or at least had a crew in the Chicago outfit. uh, And they were a murderous crew. They were the guys. Everybody does something. There's the money, the money crew. uh, They were the murder crew. Um, So... And then there, even to go on, um, if you ever watch America's Most Evil, they did a, a story on a guy named Mad Sam DeStefano, who is probably mm-hmm. the most sadistic. I, I, I don't, I'm talking about cartels. I'm, not talk, I'm talking about anywhere on the globe. The most sadistic gangster that's ever lived. Uh, there's a story about he met his wife, so he went out and uh, he pulled a gun on an African-American who was walking and he took him home and made his wife have sex with that man as punishment. He oh. used to foam at the mouth and say satanic rituals. He was, he, he was, he, he killed his brother and his, uh, his other brother ended up killing him. 
Wow. So you it, 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 I had access to it, right? It's everybody loves the mob, and I got access to the mob. So wh- why not? You know what I'm saying? Did they open up on this show, and can they see this all on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the stuff's up there. Like uh, I, I call it auditing the mob. I did a uh, I did a interview with Frank Keller Breeze. I haven't been. I haven't did the finale. The finale is going to be big. It's going to be a, a, a big. Uh, it's going to be the Sam Giancana. Who killed Sam Giancana? If everybody knows who Sam Giancana is, that's the guy that was allegedly involved uh, with killing uh, President uh, Kennedy. Uh, the guy that dated Marilyn Monroe. He, he, I think he Judith Campbell expert. He, he, he dated a lot of uh, the same people that President Kennedy did. And uh, it was Chicago that got uh, Kennedy the votes because uh, yeah. Joseph yep. Kennedy was a bootlegger. And they were supposed to take care of the mob after that, and they and Robert Kennedy the and they did the opposite, and that pissed them off. So, <laughs> but the 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 final the final the final the final the finale of the me in the mob with uh, Frank Keller Breeze Jr. Um, he'll tell who really killed uh, um, Sam Giancana because Sam Giancana was about to uh, testify in front of uh, the church committee, which is a Senate committee about uh, trying to kill Castro, right? Because uh, CIA came to the Chicago outfit and offered $100,000 um, for them to kill Castro. Uh, Sam Giancana and then the boss of uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Santo Traficante. There's a lot of Cubans down there. They said, keep your $100,000. We'll do it for free. Wow. Because they want the time with the government. You know, if you've got the CIA on your side, you're pretty good. So, uh, yeah. Always a good thing. And then now cats out there in Illinois, are they looking at you once again as, are you showing up places? Are they giving you insights on things now that you're out there and they know oh. that you're there? Like, do people give you leads? And, hey, man, look into this for us. So, listen, this is what I'll tell you, and I can't say everything. Just know, uh, January 6th was the riots. There's a federal probe into something. Watch and see if that federal probe doesn't lead back to Chicago. I can't say too much about it, but uh, wow. there's a federal probe into something, a singular event. It huh. doesn't take that much, you know, if you just do a little research, figure it out. It's a singular event. The Capitol? Was that the Capitol? Was that the date 6th. the Capitol when they were at the Capitol? I'm sorry? Is that the same that, date that they were at the Capitol? January yeah, oh, yeah that, that, that was the day they rioted at the Capitol. Okay, so it could possibly be that. Well, it's an event that took place within there. If somebody might have uh, got hurt or potentially lost their life, uh, it's going it, to come back to Chicago. Potentially. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I'm just saying I <laughs> do get information. You're doing a lot I of information and you're investigating it and you're seeing it come that direction. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're yeah. alluding to? Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten that information. And then there's things that's been happening in Chicago. Certain things have been happening that things have been getting shut down that have been up for decades. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. I will see if my, my, my contacts are right or wrong. It's always Can't interesting. Go ahead. What were you saying, Craig? Can't wait to hear the results of the investigation. Exactly. Now you put me a fucking nail biter like that. I'm like, what is it? Yeah, what do you think it is? About? Come on. I want more information, right? You can't do that to us. Well, now well, you're going to have to give up I some information. I basically almost gave it to you. So, I mean, if you, if you think, you know, if you just... Well, I don't know. A lot of people say, you know, Trump didn't tell people to go to the Capitol. So I can't interpret anything unless you fucking give it to me. Right. (laughs) I mean, some people are going to say that's not what he said. That is what he said. That's not what he said. He said this. 
And, you well, know, there's only so many federal probes, I guarantee you that. Yeah, I agree with you. Don't get me wrong. I, I read between the lines as well all the time. Well, it's now time for the high five with Reagan from Disorderly Product News. Question number one, Reagan, how old were you the first time you got high and where did you get it from? Uh, 12. I got it from my friend. Uh, I smoke weed. I don't smoke weed at all anymore because it gets me paranoid. I, I was 12 and I got it from my friend down the block. And I can remember that our other friend threw up hot dogs and they came up in like <laughs> ha- half hot dog. Like the That's guy the swallowed. Worst. But not, it's even worse than he, we had to clean it up because he left. And then this guy's sister came home. So we went walking around the neighborhood and guess where we found that kid? At the hot dog stand. Get another hot dog. <laughs> he needed another one. Damn. It makes sense. Yeah. What is your number two of the high five? What is your favorite way when you use <laughs> cannabis that you use cannabis? I don't. The I when don't, I when don't. you did. When I what was my favorite way? <laughs> I mean, there was only one way when you. I guess you, right. Yeah, there wasn't no gummy bears or anything. It was uh, a man-made bong out of a milk container or an apple. You know, whatever you get your hands on. That's good. Question. Joe, what's uh, let me ask? Let me ask my guy right here. Joe, what's your favorite way to smoke weed? He's a big smoker. Blunts, bro. Blunts. He loves blunts. That's his favorite way Backwoods? to smoke weed. What kind? What kind of blunts, Joe? Uh, sweets. They don't matter. Swisher sweets. Swisher sweets. What's he from the Bay Area? Love it. Okay, let's ask, let's ask him the next couple questions. <laughs> Joe, come over here. Joe, come over here. These are all weed questions. Question number three, Joe. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Question Reagan probably has it too. Question number three, craziest smoked- cra- craziest uh, place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Uh, on a rooftop in uh, Baltimore uh, at the stadium and uh, at a bunch of stadiums, Camden Yards. Uh, we would take the same long ass joint, put it out, and then go to a new- next game and strike it up and see how many ball games we could go to. Nice. We That's actually cool story. On the roof. <laughs> We were closed, <laughs> and uh, and it was across the street from uh, from a hospital. So we saw the light light chopper flying and shit. It was surreal. It was late night. They had night. Love it. it. was cool. Well, and Joe, nice that, and, and that's and crazy. You're on the roof. They're asking all weed questions. I can't answer them. Okay. So you're gonna answer them. For me. Question oh, number yeah. four: What is your go-to munchies after you get high? Oh my goodness, uh, twist uh, Fritos, twist barbecue flavor. <laughs> Mm, I like the specific. Question number number five: If you could smoke cannabis, and Reagan, you could you can answer this one too, both of you. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh, ooh, would it be like like I I would have to say like Tesla. Oh, your shit, Tesla, Tesla, right? Nikola, Einstein's, Einstein's. Uh, because there's 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 word that tesla had uh uh contact with aliens like to elon musk owns tesla now right yeah and i would almost say elon musk but we've already saw that on the joe rogan experience <laughs> so is there was there a person tesla named tesla that i'm missing out and not knowing nikola, my history of? nikola tesla nikola tesla he was einstein's um protege partner right-hand man no no well they were comp- competitors oh really okay yeah. so like the rolling stones and the beatles Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking about like uh, yeah, yeah, I need right. somebody I radical. Uh, I need somebody radical. I'm thinking Malcolm X. Uh, Malcolm you know, Little? Somebody. Mr. Little? 
<laughs> or Marilyn Monroe. You can have a second. Like we go, okay, let's go Tesla to, to, for the like the talk. But Marilyn Monroe for like uh, like yeah. really what we talk about. For another talk, we have another uh, conversation there. Chamber. What are we doing here? What's Say, your favorite strain? Uh, uh, black tri- uh, black triangle. Ooh, don't get me started. Nice. Ooh. These are the Black Triangle. That's, is that out, uh, only in Illinois? I never heard of Black Triangle out here. No, I no, I got that line. in uh, Boston. I can't even find that. I was in Boston a few months ago. Uh, and I've been everywhere trying to find gotcha. that shit, Joe. That's just like liquid heroin, Joe. It's crazy. That's what <laughs> you got to find, then. That's the good one. Anything else you guys want to promote before we let you guys go? No, just uh, Disorderly Product on YouTube. Go to Disorderly Product News on YouTube. I have uh, 85,000 subscribers, 20 million views. I've only been around for 16 months. It's unreal. You Once you get once you watch it, you'll get addicted. Uh, Disorderly Product News on YouTube. And I have a second channel called Disorderly Product News Presents the Caparazzi. Well, it's great information, man. Keep doing your due out there in Illinois, and hopefully you go nationwide with other cats that want to help out with disorderly product news and start filming it and putting it up there and letting people know what they should be doing when they do get pulled over by the police or on a track of tickets. Thank you guys for having me. This was was a blast. Thank you so much. No doubt. Well, there it is, guys. Our pleasure. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.